0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Project Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Megan Gump, and today we have some really exciting information coming your way here soon. Uh, I spoke to Mandy Meehan all about her health journey and um, how she ultimately discovered root cause factors for what led to her chronic fatigue syndrome and how she has been healing. And we talk a lot about incredible tools that she has found along the way and that she uses to help her system heal. Really, really, really good stuff. I'm excited to bring this to you guys. First, I want to let you know that I recently created a six-day Uh, free healthier habits, reduce toxins challenge. So really cool stuff. This is basically six days of an email series that you receive. And in every single day, there is a different topic. So for example, on day one, I talk all about water and basically a way that you can go look up your local water and see what is coming out of your tap see what you're drinking what you're bathing in what you're brushing your teeth in and you can look at the the toxins and the concerns that are found in your local water and then i also talk about different filters so really really good solutions that you can implement to drink better water right from your tap out of your fridge um Solutions for the bath and for the shower. So that's just to give you an idea. But I talk about, you know, our food system and how toxic our food is in America and ways to navigate that. I talk about building a natural medicine cabinet. So especially for ourselves, but also for families with kids. I talk more about products and tools and supplements to keep around the house to help with, you know, immune system support and when all kinds of funky things happen, what you can do. And I talk a little bit about emotional trauma. You know, the nervous system doesn't get enough attention, but when we have emotional trauma, lots of stress, um, this is going to create nervous system dysregulation. And this is going to actually lead to digestive issues. It's going to lead to a lowered immune system. It's going to lead to reproductive issues. It's going to lead to a lot of these other concerns that people are dealing with that we're seeing. And it's a big piece of the puzzle that, again, a lot of people are not talking about and a lot of people are not addressing. One of the most common things that I see with my clients is they have taken all these supplements and they've done this, you know, fancy diet or several and they're eating super clean and they've got filtered water and they're not eating toxins in their food. They're buying organic, but they're super stressed out. They have not addressed that. Maybe there is past trauma or even just trauma from going to doctor after doctor, you know, not getting any answers. That can be super stressful. And that's a form of stress. It's a form of trauma. So that is an area that a lot of people do not address that I really feel is super important. So you can learn more about that in the six-day free healthier habits, reduce toxins challenge. And the way to get access to that information is you just go to my website, megangump.com. You click on the banner at the top that says, join here, uh, the six-day healthier habits, Reduce toxins challenge. And you will just sign up and you'll start receiving those emails. There's six days worth of emails. So a lot of good information, a lot of good content in there. Um... Feel free to drop me your feedback if there's anything in there that you wanted to see that wasn't in there. I'm also happy to add that kind of information. But I just created this for you guys. You know, this is a free resource so you can learn more about all of these things that is taking me years to learn about. <laughs> so I hope that you enjoy it. Go sign up, go check it out. There's a lot of cool information in there and talk about food, talk about water, talk about indoor air quality. So ways that you can improve the indoor air quality in your home to reduce, you know, common symptoms like asthma, sinus allergies, um, things like that, that people typically see even skin rashes and reactions and irritations that you're seeing on the skin can be caused from your indoor air quality and things that you're getting exposed to. So there's a ton of really good information in there. Go check it out. But yes, I'm so excited to have Mandy on the show today. And so a little bit more about Mandy. Mandy Meehan is a Jesus follower. She's a wife. She's a wonderful mother. She is also a fellow functional nutritional therapy practitioner of mine. And she's also a certified Lyme specialist, which is super awesome. She talks more about that on her Instagram, which you can go follow her and check that out. And she's also a certified dietary supplemental professional. Um, Her own experience with chronic invisible illness led to her purpose, which is to bring hope and healing to people with chronic fatigue so that they can be all that God has created them to be. She is currently practicing at Mandy Meehan Wellness LLC, and you can find more information about her on her website, mandymeehan.com. Her last name is spelled M-E-E-H-A-N, first name Mandy, M-A-N-D-Y, mandymeehan.com. She also works with clients in a group setting, so you can go learn more about that on her website. Uh, Just super incredible, awesome human being. I really, really love Mandy. I've learned a lot of great information from following her, and she is just truly a bright light in this world and an uplifting spirit to those that are going through chronic illness and really struggling themselves. She um, gives a lot of hope to You know, healing and the journey along the way. So, definitely go check out this podcast. It's awesome. You can learn more about all the tools and tricks and tips that she's learned along the way. Really, really good information. And I hope that you enjoy the show. Quick disclaimer before we get started here, guys Uh, the topics discussed and recommendations given in this podcast are not to treat or cure any disease. Myself as a certified functional medicine practitioner and functional nutritional therapy practitioner, I want to help give you information to discover and address your underlying health symptoms using nutritional therapy and functional medicine and ultimately become your own health advocate. And so you've got tools that you can use that you can apply to your life, to your health, um, to ultimately feel better, reduce your symptoms, and just be more in control of your own body versus relying on, of course, the Western medical system or um, just another healthcare provider, you can take more ownership in your own health. So you can find me, Megan Gump, on my website, megangump.com, G-U-M-P, just like Forest. And you can book a free 15-minute call if you're interested in working with me. I do work one-on-one with clients. I run comprehensive functional lab testing to investigate and discover the underlying root cause factors of your health symptoms. So I run a lot of cool panels. I do stool and urine. We can also do blood work, but basically looking for toxicities, infections, um, deficiencies, imbalances, all kinds of things that's going on in your body that's ultimately leading to systems dysfunctioning, your organs having issues and dysfunctioning, and then that would lead to your symptoms. So go check that out on my website, megangump.com, the free 15-minute call. And then again, guys, go check out that six-day free Healthier Habits Reduce Toxins Challenge. Super excited about it. It is just a lot of really good free information for you. So go sign up to start receiving that. Let me know what you think. And again, I hope you enjoy the show. Awesome. We are live. Well, Mandy, thank you so much for taking some time to hop on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited. So we were just catching up a little bit off air. And really, I just want to know more about your story,
1: mm-hmm. your
0: experience with what you have been dealing with. And um, And so I gave a little bit more information in your bio about how we met and of course you are now a Lyme specialist and that's super, super cool. Um, And obviously, did you learn more about like Lyme and mold together in your
1: schooling or was it just more specifically Lyme? And that course more specifically Lyme, but I mean, as you know, we're kind of I mean, not forced to learn about mold, but if you really want to get to root causes, you have to study that too. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very Lyme and tick-borne focused.
0: Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And of course those two things typically come hand in hand, which is yeah. so interesting. So, well, yeah, can you, I'm just so excited to hear a little bit more about your journey. Um, so can you talk to me just about, um, I know about probably what, six years plus two weeks, a little bit before your wedding, you started having some symptoms. So what was going on?
1: Yes. So I've been married for just over six years (laughs) and it was two weeks before my wedding. I got diagnosed with mono originally was um, kind of the, the, the trigger or when everything kind of quote unquote, fell apart. Um, and so that's all I thought it was initially was just mono. And of course, you know, that wasn't, um, a fun thing to be sick with leading up to my wedding. And so really at the time I was just focused on resting as much as I could. I had someone literally coming and like coating me with essential oils every single day, <laughs> like hour long essential oil <laughs> like bath. Um, and yeah, just trying to gear up for my wedding. And I got through that. It was was still wonderful. I still went on my honeymoon. I was very, very sick with all of the typical mono symptoms. But then as I was trying to get back to my life, you know, starting married life, um, getting, you know, trying to work again, I, it really just wasn't working. Um, And it was tough for a while. People would tell me that mono can just take a long time sometimes to go away. It can take a couple of weeks. It can take a couple months. I know someone that it took a year until they were back to normal. And like that's what I kept hearing from people. It's like, oh, it just can take a long time. Sometimes you can have a little residual issues. You just have to kind of wait it out, take care of yourself. And that's what I tried to do. But um, over the course of six months of trying to work at my job, I was a, an associate youth pastor at the time. Um, I mean, I, I could barely take care of myself, let alone um, let alone work in like a pretty fast-paced environment. Um, and so it was a really, I mean, you can kind of imagine, I'm literally like 21 at the time, um, mentally, emotionally, I don't know what's going on. Like, is this just mono? I mean, I, I'm like, I'm not functioning. Am I dying? I don't really understand um and basically i had to make the very like traumatic and difficult decision to leave my job um and not really know what was going to happen after that um and at the time i really kind of kept telling myself like just give yourself two months and you'll be back to work it'll be great um and it's interesting i really And man, I can draw this story so long, but I didn't really want anyone to know what was going on. So it's kind of keeping things um, kind of on the down low. And um, it started to become really clear that um, it wasn't going to be that easy. So um, it was around that time when I stepped off the team that I decided to start sharing my story. And so I started a YouTube channel, never thought I would do that. I was a very private person. And when I started to share on YouTube, that was kind of It's interesting how that started to kind of lead me into the world of like holistic nutrition and functional medicine, because here I am um, trying to figure out what's wrong with me and Um, And just feeling like I have to do something to help people make a difference while I'm like stuck at home and sick in bed. I just can't like not have any kind of purpose. So YouTube kind of became my purpose to like share what's going on and see if I could like, I don't know, be an encouragement to others. (laughs) And I had no idea that I would find a ridiculous amount of people experiencing very similar things to me um, a lot of people having mono and their health crashing um, a lot of people with like similar symptoms with autoimmune diseases and whatever um, and I kind of discovered like the chronic illness world that I was completely unaware of before and really felt like I was the only one for a long time so let me know if you need me to if you want to jump in at any point but yeah <laughs> yeah I keep no, going it's yeah. so
0: interesting.
1: And it's just so interesting how
0: um, everything comes together, right? And so how long were you into this journey before you like really started to get into the chronic illness world?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So like right about like when I stepped off the team off my away from my job, um, I ordered, I was on like a vegan, like one month long kind of vegany diet. Oh no. <laughs> and my father-in-law, he's an MD who's actually very functionally minded. I didn't even know that <laughs> when I married my husband, I'm like, he's some kind of like ophthalmologist. I don't know. He's like, he's amazing. And he, he is very, um, very root cause minded. And he said like, get off the vegan diet, order the bulletproof diet by Dave Asprey. And, um, of course like, it's so crazy. Cause we're going to talk about mold today. He like right from the beginning, he's like, I had mold illness. It caused my chronic fatigue syndrome. I'm like, wow, this sounds a lot like me. And I'm like, oh, it's like mold isn't my issue. I just have mono. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, so I like from the beginning, I started kind of like trying to figure it out, trying to be holistically minded. I really didn't see any doctors. I don't know why. I think because I just thought it was mono and doctors just say like, rest and drink water for while. lay in (laughs) bed
0: until you get better. Yes. Just like, just
1: wait, wait it out. And that wasn't working. So, I mean, I was like trying all the bulletproof diet, learning all these things about like ketosis and autophagy. And I'm like, this is going to be the thing that really like gets my energy back. Um, and that actually made, that made me like fat intolerant for a while. That was fun. Um, and and I, I was doing like Zyno scans, like some of the bioenergetic things just because I had like people in my life who did that. I was like, I was trying things. I was on supplements. I had no idea what I was doing or what the actual issue was though. So that um, wasn't getting really anywhere. It was a year into my um, health crashing that I actually went to the Mayo Clinic Um, I had always been kind of skeptical of like Western medicine and I really um, mostly did that to appease family members to be completely honest Um, and they were willing to help make it happen Um, and that was interesting because that's where I got the diagnosis of like the chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia and it felt really validating to have some kind of like this is a very serious illness that is really tough (laughs) and, um, we believe you kind of thing. It's not just mono. Yeah. Yes. It's not just mono, but at the same time, you know, I mean, they, they like signed me up for classes to learn how to like manage and cope with symptoms. And I just, I didn't go back to do the classes. I'm like, I don't need that. I mean, I've got the diagnosis and I know I don't have cancer. So that's, that was kind of the, the benefit there. Um, anyway, so it was a long process. It took maybe like two or three years before I actually saw like a functional medicine doctor. And it's really interesting thinking back because I like was really interested in the whole world. I mean, every time I posted on YouTube, people would say, check for Lyme, check for mold, you know, like look into these things. And on one hand, I was really overwhelmed by all the amount of advice. On the other hand, I really just thought like, It's got to just be related to Epstein-Barr virus. It's got to be related. That's the virus that causes mono because I had mono. I was, I was so active. I was so healthy before. And then I was just like, so sick. Mm -hmm. So, um, because I didn't understand anything more, that's just all I could think of. Um, I did a year of like, um, maybe six months of like brain retraining and DNRS. And I learned all about the limbic system. I feel like every year of my illness, even though I wasn't really getting to like the real root causes for me, I was learning so much. Um, reading all the books listening to all the nutrition podcasts um and oh I went and did I was convinced that I mean I was convinced it was all neurological which wasn't um, a bad thought process because it's been very neurological so I went to like this amazing scalp acupuncturist who like gets people out of wheelchairs doing acupuncture I had a very um, traumatic kind of, thinking that was going to work and it didn't. And my Instagram like suddenly blew up. And I felt like all these people expect me to be better. And I'm like excited for this platform. And, um, but I'm like the most anxious I've ever been. (laughs) And um, anyway, that like, there were all these things where I wasn't really getting answers that led to me getting off Instagram, like all of social media for a month, just like, I'm a Jesus follower, just praying like, Lord, I just need like Need direction. And it was during that month that I found my functional medicine practitioner and I found the nutritional therapy association and thought, like, man, I have to know what these people who go through this program know. And so I discovered it on a Monday and like enrolled on a Friday. And um, that was kind of like the real beginning to me actually getting um true answers to help me get better. And then me realizing like I've got to help other people the way that, I mean, I know all these things now and I can't not share, I can't not help other people. So, um, that was kind of that beginning. (laughs) There's a lot of, there's a lot of chapters to the story. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I have that kind of same notion with the NTA because I strictly went there as like a hobby. I was like, oh, I love nutrition. This is so interesting. I would love to to learn more. And I went through the NTA and when I finished that program, I literally quit my job as a geologist. I was working for Apple at the time and I was like, I quit my job and I just went full blown. Like, how can I do this? Mm -hmm. Um, It's powerful. It's really powerful. Um, And you want... When you learn all of this information, especially going through such a significant um, journey yourself, and then you start to learn these root causes and how all these pieces fit together, and how yes, you know, two weeks before your wedding, mono was an right. issue. But Epstein Bar was there beforehand. So yes. what triggered the Epstein Bar all of a sudden to become so active and such a problem? Great
1: question. <laughs> right.
0: So yes. then you look into all these other things. But when you start to learn that kind of stuff, you're like, the world needs to freaking know this right. because so many people go through a very similar journey, like yes. you did. Right. So yeah. So leading into that, so how did you start to learn more about what was going on with Epstein Bar and your triggers? Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's funny. You kind of explaining all of that. I think like when I tell the story, it's like from my perspective at the time and now looking back and this is kind of, I mean, spoiler alert, like kind of getting to what actually was happening at the time. yeah. then I can kind of explain how I figured all that out. But yeah, I mean, at the time I was about to get married, I literally like Epstein-Barr virus, love stress, it loves activate under a toxic environment and stressful environment. And I moved from one town to another, I moved from one job to another, you know, I'm getting ready to get married and you know, it was That's a lot very, going on. It was very, very stressful. Yeah. I started birth control, which oh, wow. as we know is, um, so great. <laughs> uh, you know, so the body methylation, you know, so it, Downregulates regulates your detoxification, it creates um, intestinal permeability, also known as leaky gut, um, depletes a lot of vitamins. Um, and I actually originally thought that my monosymptoms was a side effect of birth control. I was like, is this normal? Like to be like really tired at first. It literally was like, I took birth control and I had mono. <laughs> um, and, and I it's also so believe I was working in a very moldy environment. It was a really old building, flat roof. It leaked all the time when I was there. Every time it rained, we had like buckets everywhere from leaks. I'm like, how? <laughs> yep. I, it's interesting. There is another staff member I worked with. As soon as she started working there, she got mono. <laughs> and this is like six months after. It's not like she got mono from me. It was like a long period of time after I had it. Yeah. Well, as we know,
0: you get exposed to something like that, yeah. weakens the immune system, boom, yeah. then your yeah. Epstein bar yeah. is going to flare.
1: Yes. So, um, so that was kind of like what some of the things going on at the time. I mean, now I know I grew up in a very, very moldy house. And like you just said, mold, those mycotoxins, um, they, they weaken your white blood cells. I mean, basically they uh, suppress, suppress. Yeah. They suppress your immune system, suppress your mitochondria, your ability to make energy and, and all these infections that you already have that are laying dormant. They are like, okay, well, there's nothing to keep me down now. Like I can come up and- Party I time. Know, party. The word that was coming to mind. <laughs> uh, so who knows how many infections actually came up for me because of course, all they tested for was Epstein-Barr virus. Now I know about Parvo virus, cytomegalovirus, And I know I have Lyme and Bartonella. It literally that, you know, the six-year journey that was confirmed for me this year. Um, I really basically like- knew this has got to be a thing a year ago. Um, and then I had done testing for it multiple times over the six years. And because the testing was negative between the standard Western blot, which is not a good test, uh, which originally I thought that was fine to like hygienic, the more um, like well-established, like, more, like a more accurate test that was also negative there. I just, there are so many things I'm like, this just isn't my issue. Um, so that kind of goes into how I got answers. I finally saw a functional medicine practitioner. I kind of thought I knew a lot about root causes because I knew a lot about nutrition, but very quickly I'm like, oh, I could have a mold issue. I don't even know what a binder is or what drain or it, drainage is. And so we did SIBO tests. We did, you know, leaky gut tests, toxicity tests, the Lyme tests, all kinds of testing. And it's interesting at first, because I think, I mean, I, my immune system was just in the trash. I wasn't eliminating well I mean my mold test was literally like zero 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 all the way down which as you know everybody's exposed out. to mold it's like you're gonna eat a little bit of mold in your chocolate you're gonna like you're gonna have something like that wasn't that's that's not a healthy response um and, and so yeah I mean I thankfully I mean my last mold test, it was like, yay, there's mold on there. It's like my body's actually eliminating it. Um, but it was really hard for me even doing these tests to figure out what actually was causing my symptoms. Um, because yeah, the tests were giving me all the answers. I um, I don't that would have been really helpful um but yeah I can kind of keep going with that but I'll yeah <laughs> before I go on the next three years I'll let you respond
0: <laughs> well so you were living in a moldy house grown up yes did you figure
1: that out just like talking through your parents or just yes. kind of sinking back yeah so we they still live in that house so they actually tested and I still have siblings living there so they tested their house a couple years ago um the inspector he is very familiar with mold illness and he just said like. I would think every, we had like the girl side of the house and the boy side of the house. My parents were also on. The girl side of the house was horrific. Like some of the worst mold he's ever seen. And he said, I would think every single person living over there would be very, very sick. Um, And, you know, I think I have uh, three sisters. We've all had our own different forms of health issues because of that. It's interesting how it can look a little bit different for each Mm -hmm. person. For some, it's pretty similar but yeah we just discovered that like a couple years ago and they've been like it's they've had to do a lot of work to remediate that um and yeah it's that really um made a lot make sense for me and for my family that there was a very heavy toxic load um that i was accumulating over time yeah um, i also was constipated like my entire life and didn't know that was normal <laughs> so it's so interesting knowing now how foundational that is and so feels so obvious now it's like how much better could I be if I actually was like having bowel movements so that the harmful substances could get out it's an interesting thing to think about (laughs) yeah
0: pooping every day is so important um it's so 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 important and a lot of people don't realize that it's not normal to have at least one hopefully two, maybe three bowel movements a day. Right, Uh, We've got to be doing that for good detoxification. But to your point, I see this so often in my clients when I do testing is we will be talking about tree and any possible exposure to mold. And they'll be like, no, where I live, you know, for the past several years or this house that I've been in for X, Y, Z years is totally fine. There's no way it would be any kind of concern. But then you start going back to like childhood homes and you start thinking about that and they're like, well, yeah, our downstairs bathroom smelt kind of musky or something was going on and you can test them and you can find mycotoxins from 20, 30, even 40 years ago from a childhood home that have just been slowly suppressing the immune system, causing a lot of oxidative stress. Yes. And (laughs) boom, then you start to have symptoms and it can definitely be like a lifelong progress. So yeah. it's really interesting. You have to go back to the very beginning and kind of look at all those factors. So it's really cool that you guys found that in your parents' home and they have addressed it and they're yes. taking care of everybody that's still there. That's important.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it is really interesting. Like you're saying, it it's not just about current exposure because as, as you know, but others might know that mold can colonize in the body. It can colonize in your sinuses. And basically you can become your own source of mold. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly exposed to the mycotoxins that literally your body, like it's in your body and it's producing. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it can definitely be a really tricky, sticky one. It can so frustrating, especially um, if you're in it. So it's interesting. And we had my last house tested and when we had it tested, it was um, pretty decent. There was like a little bit of a problem in the attic, but it was a really easy fix and, um, and you really, it's unfortunate, but you do have to be so diligent because in that home, at some point we totally missed our, um, laundry machine leaked and there was a lot of black mold that uh, formed behind there. And I didn't figure that. I mean, literally this is a year ago, I started having really severe neurological symptoms where I like, my balance was terrible. Like it felt like I was on, um, like a boat or if I go to the lake and you walk on a dock and it's kind mm-hmm. of like wobbly, uh, wobbly, I'm always like, this is how I feel. Or like when that was happening, I'd tell my family, this is how I feel like all the time. Um, and it was as soon as I got out of that mold, that like instantly went away. I mean, I was having to use like a cane at some points. And then as, as soon as we left the house, so much better. And that that's an illustration of how horrible mold can be and affecting every system of your body. Um, but it, that, I mean, it's tough because I was, trying to not miss anything. And I had missed, um, missed that. That's like, that's one of the tough things about mold. Um, I mean, to me, I think to anybody is, um, trying not to stress too much about it. Um, but also not just kind of being in denial and yeah. um, just being,
0: being mindful that it is something to, um, always look into. I actually have learned a lot from JW Briava, who is like mm-hmm. the owner founder of Immunolytics, the mold okay, testing yeah. plates. And he actually says to test your home every six months, because just like what you mentioned, accidents or water damage can happen that you're unaware of. Right. And so it's really good to just to throw a couple of plates out to see like, has anything happened that maybe we are unaware of? It could, could be a roof leak. It could be a pipe leak. It could be a washing machine. It could be the dishwasher. So, you know, he says to test every six months, just to make sure that nothing's going on that you're unaware of.
1: Right. Yeah. When we moved into this house, I was so determined, like, we're never going to have an issue again. I have like water detectors. One woke us up the other night because it was out of batteries. It's so <laughs> loud. And you it's know. like, okay, this is good to know that like, if something happens, it'll wake us up because it just us out of batteries. Um, like water detectors and things leak, you know, we've got our dehumidifier, lots of air purifiers everywhere. And even with that, you know, things happen. We had a, a leak um, in our, in our master bedroom from the outside um, faucet. And thankfully, we're able to deal with all of that. But man, it like, it gave me some PTSD of like, not again. Like, we've been trying so hard. So, I mean, if anybody out there is listening, I 100% uphill. I mean, it is, it is a tough battle. Um, and I'm still working through it. I know we're getting to that. Yeah. More recent part of the story, but
0: yeah. Yeah. So I'm so curious, um, especially just to learn more. I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but just all of these tools that you have found, I think going through your journey, going through the NTA and all of these other programs, Um, starting to do all of this comprehensive functional lab testing and all of these amazing, you know, I think, holistically minded practitioners that you've worked with, you have just learned so much and you have so many tools in your tool belt. And they are tools that I feel like a lot of practitioners don't you know, typically carry, they might know about them and they might like recommend, Hey, DNRS or the Gupta program or brain retraining we know is so, so, so important, but there's all of these other things that I feel like you do for yourself that I'm just so (laughs) excited for you to share so that people can learn more about them and look into them and find practitioners that maybe do these things or purchase them and try them for themselves. Um, so I guess, yeah, if you want to like walk through the yeah. next kind of phase and your healing yeah. journey, and I, mean, I I, think we're all still in this healing process, right? It's right. never ending, literally. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about this yeah. awesome <laughs> toolbox that you have built.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I mean, I... I, I mean, I've discovered so many things out of, it's not always been desperation. Sometimes, you know, it really is the nerdy side of me, just being excited to experiment and try things. But a lot of it has been, you know, I, I mean, like I haven't really spelled out how symptomatic I am or how, you know, kind of exactly how things affect me. But um, at this point, like currently I am finally, like I said, I very recently confirmed Lyme disease and other co-infections and I'm like in the thick of overcoming these infections. And I really believe that in the next year. I mean, I, I think in the next five to six months, I could be a totally different person at this point. I mean, I like can't walk more than 1500 steps a day without, um, having quite a bit of like inflammation and symptoms come up. It's so fun. Our phones who track us and we don't really realize it, you know, your phones track your steps if you don't like turn it off. And I look back in the last years, I'm like, Oh, this is like been my capacity. This is like the amount of spoons and energy I have. And so now I'm like, I'll watch my phone to be like, this is how much I can do today. It's really interesting. Um, so yeah, tools. So like I said, I've tried so many things and it's funny, like thinking about the different chapters of my life and my health journey, I'm like this is my brain retraining phase. And this was my kind of, you know, I have so many diet experiments, um, periods where I can barely eat anything too. Um, and some of the tools you might be thinking of were coming from my electro medicine phase <laughs> where, um, yeah, there's a few devices. Um, and I can go in so many routes, but I'll start with some devices where, um, uh start from the beginning like the
0: first things I discovered and then I
1: moved into you know yeah okay so I I have a um a son so basically whenever I got pregnant or I we kind of decided to try to get pregnant um at that point it was like I've done so much detoxification work I mean I had like a year of sauna glutathione binders and that was kind of my approach was like just detox, just get out the mold, get out all the high ke- levels of chemicals and whatnot. I didn't see a lot of progress from that. And the reason I believe was because of missing, you know, really being thorough with drainage, parasites and working on in- the infections. Um, so I'm like, let's just get pregnant and maybe this will really, really help me. (laughs) Like it happens sometimes, sometimes pregnancy kind of helps like reset the immune system for lack of better words, people feel a lot better. Um, so I had like kind of a gap where, um, I wasn't really doing anything super root cause. Um, and after during pregnancy, I discovered, um, uh, Bob Beck is this inventor, and he has these really cool health um, devices. And he and these are the kind of things that like you can't really say too loudly without the FDA freaking out. Um, so <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out what to say. But one of the main devices that he's really famous for um, it's called the Silver Pulsar. And you basically put microcurrents of electricity on your wrist and um it kind of acts like um like on your arteries um it acts like white blood cells basically so it helps like fight um viruses and um bacteria And he was using this years ago, basically, I'll just say to help support people with AIDS and other like viral related illnesses. So um, it's so crazy. It didn't like help me turn the corner, but I herxed, which is a word for like having symptoms from killing things too quickly, so much from that. So kind of postpartum, my quiet experiment that I wasn't telling people about, because I'm like, let's just see kind of what happens. Um, I would use this little like electricity on my wrist for five minutes and it's like really like, you know, it's not going to hurt you. It's just kind of, um, supporting your immune system. I would like get nauseous and throw up and chills. Like every day I'd have like a 30 minute bout of like chills and nausea. It was super bizarre. Um, and so I had like a good period of time where I was doing that. Um, I also was having chronic, very chronic panic attacks leading up to the day before I gave birth. Um, it was super frustrating, tried everything. I said, I'm like a Jesus follower. Like I was, you know, definitely lots of prayer, lots of turning to the, to the Lord, you know, lots of herbals, lots of essential oils, um, counseling, MD, MDR, none of that was helping my panic, panic attacks at all. And I discovered the brain tuner that Bob Beck invented. he's amazing he passed away but he's brilliant um literally the week um i gave like a week after i gave birth i started using that device and i have not had a panic attack like anywhere close to that since i mean it like completely changed my life like in an instant um i mean you just wear these little plugs on your ears it's cranial electrical stimulation and um, basically the like harmonic frequencies it kind of sends to your brain through your ears um, supposedly you know can help balance neurotransmitters help stimulate the vagus nerve Um, it's really supportive of memory anxiety depression that's like that's been one of the most like drastic changes I've experienced from using any supplement device like anything ever it was like it was mind blowing. Um, still to this day, I mean, I, I still use it and love it, and just can't believe that it helps so much. Yeah, um,
0: it it reminds me too of like um like your brain waves, like your gamma, theta, yeah. beta. Like I feel like the ones that are more highly active when you're having those panic mm-hmm. attacks or you're stressed or you're sympathetic, and then the ones that are more like calming. I yes. feel like that definitely can help to attune those brain waves that yep. are happening. I mean, I know you mentioned like neurotransmitters and the vagus nerve and right. all of that, but as well as like, what's going on yeah. with, you know, those waves.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know exactly what it's doing, but I I would make sense to me if it would help kind of bring balance there. I mean, if I feel a little overstimulated and can't sleep, I mean like a 20 minute round, it, it goes in 20 minute rounds almost like 100% of the time will get me to sleep. So that's awesome. I've I've got a number of this guy's devices, his magnetic pulsar. Um, it's like a PEMF device and that can help increase circulation can help with inflammation, lymphatic flow. So I know, And that you were talking about like, I've got all these tools that people have never (laughs) never like heard of. And so it is, it's fun to share, but, um, yeah, that was a fun, like that was really my primary focus there. And those first months postpartum, I'm like, maybe supplements aren't even going to get me like to where I need to go because I've been trying that for so long. Maybe it's just going to be something really like um, targeted, like using microcurrents of electricity to deactivate these viruses. Um, And it seems to really help some people. I mean, there are some people who have like the chronic fatigue syndrome and I mean, it completely like changes their life. So it's really interesting. Um but yeah, I think it was like a few, uh, I'm like using postpartum as my time frame gauge, but um, I discovered Cellcore and started digging into their training and just so many things that I um, knew, like I had so many, I feel like pieces of the puzzle and they helped me put the puzzle together and really see um really like um, understand on a simple level what, the root causes of chronic, um, illness and you know, symptoms are, and, um, kind of a framework of how to address things in the right order and really mm-hmm. quickly. I'm like, I 100% understand what I've done wrong all these years. <laughs> like, I understand why that stuff didn't work and I, and I get what I need to do now. So, um, I've been using a lot of their framework for a long time. I've, I've used it with a number of clients and do kind of group coaching, um, and, um, this year I've been finally ready because I've been breastfeeding. I'm like, now it's time to start finally targeting the infections. I've got, um, Lyme disease, Spartanella, um, Babesia, uh, parvovirus, Epstein-Barr virus, um, uh, Toxoplasma, Gandhi, all kinds of fun things. <laughs> and, uh, I've been, you know, like, let's finally target them. And I've actually been using homeopathy for that. And I've been aware of homeopathy for a long time. I've used some, but I had no idea that that could be powerful enough to help these really sticky, difficult, um, I don't, sticky, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These difficult, um, stealthy, chronic infections. And um, I mean, I'm midway through that protocol now, but man, it has been really interesting and crazy how powerful it is. Like. Every time I take certain doses of things, I mean the very specific symptoms related to that infection come up, um, and yeah, I mean I know you're asking about kind of the all the tools and things. That's that's one of my favorite tools right now. That is really impressive to me, and I don't fully understand how it works. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's working. So, but
0: even think about our kids. When our kids get sick, you grab homeopathy remedies and other things. And that really supports their immune system, gets them out of a fever, a cold, the flu, you know, um, common coughs and all of that kind of stuff. So definitely, I mean, it is, it is really powerful, but I'm right there with you. Like I kind of, I understand it's like plant Mm -hmm. medicine, but it's it's like, how is this working so strongly? Um, but it's, it is really, really cool stuff. And you've been doing like a very specific, I think it's Des Bio, right? Yes. Okay, cool. How long have you been on that protocol?
1: Yeah. I've been using what's called like their series therapy, which basically, um, it's actually a really similar concept to like, um, like an allergy shot or like different types of quote unquote immunizations. Um, when like you use very, very diluted, um, the basically like the pathogen. So I'm taking like very, very diluted Borrelia or very, very diluted Bartonella or right now like Epstein-Barr virus. And um, and you take it at different um, doses and you kind of like increase and decrease. And there's like this whole pattern to it. You take it every couple of days. It's actually been used for like a hundred years. It started um, by a, a doctor in Germany, created like this framework. I believe, I hope I'm not wrong. I have Germany in my head. There's a lot of homeopathy that happens in Germany, so maybe uh-huh. maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, I've been I'm about maybe three months into targeting the um, uh the, the Lyme and co-infections, and I just started the viral kits last week. So, um, yeah, it's like a um about a twenty eight week process once you start focusing on a specific infection. So um, at least on the viral side, I've got a few months left, but um, it's really amazing how well I'm, I'm seeing that help others, like hearing case studies um, from other practitioners. And I kind of thought like for these infections, I would have to really go hard with the herbs, which is what a lot of people would use in the natural realm for um, Lyman co-infections. And I might just because I have them on hand and I like to try everything, <laughs> but I honestly am not convinced that I'll need them because- <laughs> the, I mean, the homeopathy just really like sends your body the signal to, um, to fight this infect, like these infections really, really well. Um, and I mean, we'll see, you know, you can kind of check back in to see how well it works. And, um, you know, if I still have a lot of infection load to lower, I mean, I've got other herbs and other tools that I can use. I can bring back out the the, um, microcurrent wrist thing, (laughs) the zapper, I would call it the zapper to my husband back when I was using it a lot, I can bring (laughs) out the zapper and try to knock out the last remaining bit. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's been really blowing my mind how well it's, I mean, it's clearly getting my immune system to, to ramp up and, start hitting these infections right now, so.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah It's stories. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh my gosh, I can only imagine all the different waves that you've been through symptom-wise yep. and Herxane yep. and all of the things. So that's pretty cool. Um, what about, I'm, I'm so interested about um, more like, so I know you mentioned this being like a big neurological piece. Yes. And I know you mentioned EMDR. Um, right. The NRS. The NRS. Yep. Yeah. What other like neurological type yeah. tools have you found and in been incorporating throughout your journey?
1: You're making, you're reminding me of things that I just haven't even thought about in so long. I do see a chiropractic neurologist um, who has um, been such a, a godsend and so helpful. And I, I've had seasons of trying different neuro-based therapy with him. Um, some things will be related to eye movement. Sometimes it'll literally be like balancing on one foot or, um, my husband just like, we're not on, on camera right now for you, but like lightly touching my arm and like me really trying to make that mind body connection. Um, it's so funny. We started a lot of this therapy when I had just had my son and certain things he'd have me do would be like, I literally would practice like rolling over (laughs) or like crawling. And I would just, or um, like some of the eye movement things are really similar to what you might do with your, your baby with like, you get out the black and white cards because they love the contrast images and kind of move the card around. And like everything that I was doing was the exact same thing that I was doing my, like trying to help my son set up set him up for success or, you know, hope that he starts crawling or rolling over. Um, so that was was interesting. Was a lot
0: of that just for like, um, the like nervous system, like how does that help in terms of what you were dealing with neurologically?
1: Yes. So I'm not the expert in this area, but I know there's like certain parts of my brain, like my cerebellum was really, um, struggling and, um, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what else, but um, my chiropractor is amazing. You can have him on to talk about some of these things. Yeah,
0: I might have to. <laughs> yeah, cool. he's, he's
1: great, but um, I, I, I know like for balance exercises, like balance is really, another you know, there's certain parts of the brain that- Stimulated um, and activated. Yes. And well, also like found- too- sorry, like I talked about with, uh, I was having a really severe balance issues when I was living in the mold. Um, so like the mold was impacting that part of my brain. And so I'm trying to fight back by training my brain to like be better at balance, to be able to kind of, um, you know, strengthen that part of my brain again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: that makes sense. And, um, to your point, like what you're hitting on, so I've heard a lot of people talking about how, like, if you like certain activities that you do every single day. So like, if you wake up and roll out of the left side of your bed, like your side of the bed, if your partner's not in bed, like roll out of the right side of the bed, like Mm -hmm. do things that you don't typically do because that will stimulate and help to train and strengthen parts of your brain. Um, that might need that support, right. right? So that I that's kind of, okay, that, now I'm connecting the dots. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, yes. yes. So, okay, interesting. Yes.
1: Yeah, I believe that when I first did DNRS, that was something they would say, like, when you brush your teeth, use the other hand. It's just like trying to- When you're
0: on the computer, use the other hand for your mouse, like something so foreign right. to you, yeah. Yeah,
1: so it really is interesting in the brain-based by- therapy. So, mu- so much of it seems so random. I mean, he's had me play like- little games on my phone to stimulate parts of my brain um sometimes it'll be like I grew up playing the piano like try to learn a new song on the piano you know like when I do have limited capacity it's like you just kind of try whatever you can yeah Um, and it's interesting things that I didn't think were that difficult like eye movement um I, I quickly learned trying to do the therapy and like, oh, I can't move my eyes back and forth for that long without getting really fatigued and dizzy. And so it makes sense why certain things that I do cause me to wear out more quickly. Um, yeah. So there, there's been a lot of, a lot of interesting things there, um, on the limbic system. And I mean, I did GNRS, um, earlier this year, I did a, a course that was, um, on nervous system regulation, um, this year I've worked more on the like emotional release and kind of somatic based therapy. So basically just like, um, I mean, body brain, mind, body connection, like kind of um, releasing some of the emotions by I don't, I don't even know all the right language here. Like um, not being dis, dis, um, dis, dissociated. That's the word. (laughs) It Um, it reminds me of
0: like a, Irene Lyon's work. Like, that was the course I did, was Irene. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cause she, in her, I did her 21 day reset. Yes, that's what um, I did. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually might've found out about her through you. Yeah. Um, Cause I discovered her and then I started looking into her. That's super right. cool. Cause the beginning part of that program is all about. Yes. Yes. Not, you know, um, being more in the body, right. And being more aware of your surroundings, um, sight, sound, smell, feels, right. All of the things like just coming back into the body, because I think that's one of the things that we typically tend to do with trauma, Um, even just like chronic illness, is you want to be out of the body, you want to escape, you want to be away. And so you disassociate and you're so separated from reality and what's happening. So it's really just bringing that back. Yeah, Irene Lyons, awesome. I recommend her work too a lot of people.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's mind blowing. Just like I was saying about the eye movement, so many things you don't realize that you like, you don't realize you're disassociated. You don't realize that you're not literally like connected to feeling in your breath or your emotions. um, Because I mean, you're just living like in that fight or flight state or that um, dorsal dormant state. Um, I mean, until you actually try to do some of these exercises where you are aware of your breath and aware of how you're it feels sitting in your chair. I mean, I remember I like I really loved her course, but I also like really didn't like it <laughs> because it was so hard <laughs> for me. Um and it, it took a lot of patience and work to try to um to, to try to strengthen some of those things, but it is it's so powerful and um for a lot of people who are um I mean trying to heal, it, it's such a um, so much more foundational than they realized, than I realized. If I yeah. were to do things over, I probably would have done like her 21 day course first alongside of like working on drainage and mitochondria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Getting the, the toxins and the emotions yeah. moving. I think that's really interesting too, because I feel like so many people in today's world, especially with just like modern society being how it is in terms of like, we wake up. We take care of our families. You know, typically people are getting ready, driving in a car, sitting in traffic, going to an office job, sitting in fluorescent lights, coming home. You know, they've got to make dinner, and it's just like this go-go-go, fast-paced, just low level of chronic stress all the time. <laughs> um, and a lot of people don't realize that that is a huge puzzle, you know, piece of the puzzle for healing. If you're living in that chronic fight or flight state it's really hard for your body to actually address what it needs to be addressing in terms of infections and toxicities and all the other things. And even for example, like we, we were kind of talking a little bit earlier. I mean, we've been kind of living in a moldy house and my husband's had a ton of issues. I honestly think that one of the biggest problems is like we remediated the house and the mold is gone. But I think that his body is just like stuck in fight or flight because we're in the environment where he got hurt. Right, And so it's just so amazing, like all of these things that we are learning and discovering and. Um, really bringing into like our practice and care for our clients is it's not just about, oh, you have a really great diet and you've got a water filter and you're reducing your stress and you're taking all the supplements. It goes way beyond that, um, which is just so interesting and so mind blowing. And I think it's a huge, important piece of the puzzle that a lot of people don't consider, but that's ultimately what's going to be a big part of, you know, their journey, just like what you're mentioning that right. you've been working on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I started doing the brain retraining through DNRS, which stands for dynamic neural retraining system, if you're wondering. Um, and even though I had done that, I was very aware of that and thought that was really helpful. It wasn't until early this year and kind of, I mean, it was really yeah, this year that, I was ready to start working through the emotional issues and I had been in counseling before, but it was like, I really, I mean, I was in that fight or flight where I just didn't even want to touch it. And it's so interesting what you said, being in that same environment, that was where the, um, the exposure to the mold, that kind of, really um inflammatory and can be traumatic thing. Um for me, like when we left our last house, which had the mold issue and we moved to our current house, which is like a new build and we've worked hard to try to make it safe, it was like instantly, it was like since my brain knew I was in this safe environment. I mean, like all of these emotions that I've never even experienced in my life, like were super present every single day. It was the most bizarre thing, I felt, I felt kind of crazy, but I was also like, I think I understand what this is. Um, Like I really had never been an angry person. I mean, like I literally, I say that I don't think I, I think I could tell you about like one time I was angry at my sister and like messed up her bed or something. I'm like, (laughs) Oh, you like, you upset me. I'm going to hurt you by just like messing up your bed. Um, (laughs) But I like, I literally, I was talking to my husband recently. I can't think of anything other than that and then moving into this house every day, I'm like, I just want to punch pillows. I just want to like throw plates. I'm like, I just, I have no reason to be mad, but my body feels angry. And I never, ever, ever understood that. I'm like, I just am like clenching my fists and, and then that would go away and then be like, I just feel so much grief today. Um, and I would just be like crying all throughout the day. Um, and then like the next day I'd be like, I'm angry again. I mean, it was literally like every day, um, or today I'm just, I don't know, like every day was different, but it was really strong emotions. And right around then, like I did the Irene course, I was doing some like Sarah, um, Jackson is a good friend of mine. And I love her resources on, on, um, trauma and, um, healing the brain and the nervous system. And I mean, I'm just like walking around the house, like, um, again, you can't see me, but like, think like throwing like balls or something. And I'm just like, like you doing all these movements to try to like get the emotions out. Um, but anyway, that's kind of a whole tangent, but I feel like it connected to what you're saying. But, yeah, um, but it's also so big thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's so interesting to me because I think that your body just finally got into a place where it felt safe and comfortable yes. and it could release all of those emotions that are stored in the liver, in the gallbladder, in the yeah. gut, in all of these different organs. Right. Especially the liver. I think of yeah. anger. I think of liver, which is one of those organs that does over 500 jobs and it has a huge part in detoxification. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those organs that are so important when you're trying to release and get rid of stuff. And that's, what it was doing, but it wasn't releasing toxins and mold and, you know, all these other things. It was releasing those stored emotions, which is so, so interesting. Um, Just so cool. And I love little nuggets of like conversations like this, because I feel like they are so life-changing for a lot of people. And I feel like a lot of people go through something very similar, like what you went through and they don't understand it. And they think like, oh man, I just moved into this new build, this nice house. Like I should be happy and I should be healing. And I thought things were getting better, but now I'm like pissed off and I have all these emotions and I don't know where they're coming from. (laughs) And people sometimes look at that as a negative thing, but it really can be such a positive um, part of the healing journey, you know, and it's, it's really a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. So it's a good point to make.
1: Totally. Yeah. My, I chose a word at the beginning of the year and I chose the word release. Cause I decided like, it's finally time to deal with these emotions I've not wanted to deal with. And so I, I did try to just be like, this is good. I was also like, "When is this going to end? I'm tired of being like, yeah. What, you know, thankfully I can't see you I'm being mad. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like I don't even have outbursts. I just like feel it. <laughs> so I'm like trying to get it out in other ways. Um, but, yeah, it it, it thankfully, I, I'm so grateful for the point I am now where I do understand these root causes. I do understand drainage and herx reactions and um so many things. um, and, and like working with my my counselor now. I'm like,, uh, there, there's so many things I can ha- like, you know, like j- just like you want to understand the root causes of your fatigue or your di- digestive issues? And like, I understand where these emotions are coming from. and, Um, if you understand the why, you know, you can better get to the what and the how and, um, find your way, you know, to a little bit of progress or lots of progress in healing. So, (laughs) yeah,
0: it's important. Um, Mandy, are there any other tools that like stick out in your mind as like something that's been super helpful or something that is kind of like out there that maybe not a lot of people have heard of?
1: Oh man. That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, I I've used, I use a lot of the like more well-known in this space tools like sauna and, you know, binders and things. And you've um, got a ton
0: of products that you use, like all kinds of cool yes. essential oils. Yes. I think you found
1: like some like lymphatic, like lotion yeah. that you were trying. I know you're a big earthly fan. It's so funny. People have been telling me about the earthly lymphatic cream for a while. And I look at it and be like, I used to do um, lymphatic massages like every week um, and that they would use a lot of essential oils and, um, and it really, so I've had like really severe lymphatic issues where I've had like lymph nodes the size of like ping pong balls, my armpits for like a few years. Um, And that's been interesting this year. I've been trying to get that to move and I've got tools, like I've got a vibration plate and you may have seen like, I literally couldn't tolerate like 30 seconds of that. Cause it would cause things to drain too quickly for me. It's crazy. Um, so I've been trying more of like the gentle topical things. And um, I was like, oh, this can't be like, I I did all this intense lymphatic releases and oils before. And this is kind of similar ingredients to that. So I'm like, I don't think it would help that much, but man, it like, as soon as I apply the smallest bit, I just feel like the rush of drainage um, and, yeah, I think it's cool whenever you are as a quote unquote backed up as me lymphatically. It's not even quote unquote, like I'm backed up lymphatically. Um, I can like I can tell if something works because I'll notice it right away. And yeah. I can't use a normal amount or else I'll like get all inflamed. Um, and if anybody's wondering, infections like Bartonella will cause severe lymph swelling, toxoplas- toxoplasma toxoplasma gondi. Um, that really affects the lymph nodes. So I mean, I think someone might be out there like, I have the same problem. Why? Like it's, I think it's probably because of a chronic infection. Um, So that's not like that unique of a tool, but it's, it's worked really well. Um, But yeah, there's stuff like that. I feel like is
0: so cool. Like little golden tools that are like, wow, this is so simple, but it works so well.
1: My um, Epstein-Barr virus protocol right now has caused lots of cold sores to come up and I never get cold sores. I used to get canker sores, Um, and it makes sense because Epstein-Barr virus is a herpes family virus, and cold sores are related to herpes simplex, and when you work on one herpes-related virus, we all have herpes-related viruses, just so you know. Um, Sorry to break it to you. (laughs) If you have one, you like, uh, if you work on one, it will also kind of help the other one, Um, So that's been interesting. Um, I I know some people who've had the same experience. They came up during the protocol and they've never had one since, but I've been using ozonated olive oil. It's like clears them up so fast. Um, It's worked incredibly well. Uh, That's kind of a newer thing to me. Um ozone's really cool. I tried rectal ozone once, it was way too much for me. But oh. I mean that's one of those fun hidden tools too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we there's so many things. <laughs> when
0: we first had mold, I was doing ozone in my ears and in my nose.
1: Oh, I've always wanted to do the ear insulation.
0: Yes. Yeah. My dentist, you know, they have ozone running through everything right. for the water and teeth cleanings and all their procedures and things that they're doing. So yeah, you could sit there and I would do my nose and my ears, which was really awesome that I had access to that. So that was pretty cool. Another thing that I've been doing is um, after the core conference, I learned about the Navaj. Well, yes. the Navaj, but also the recipe that they put in, yeah. hydrogen peroxide and the sea salt and the baking soda. I've been doing those nasal rinses nice. and I'm, um, cause I've always had sinus issues, I think from living in Texas, but also from living right. in mold. <laughs> and so that has been a game changer for me. And even doing like a couple drops of like pair three or something in yes. there. Um, my sinuses are so open after I do that for a little bit. It is awesome.
1: Yeah. The, the, the Navage is such a cool tool. And I like, man, I probably have other things to need to work through where my like, I think my palate like doesn't close and I struggle so much to get it to not go down my throat. I tr- I feel like I'm trying every little technique. I like got on the phone with the Navaj people and I like, man, i like, I just want it to work. So <laughs> yeah. so badly. But, Why is this dripping? Yeah. But man, like a lot of the, the sinus, we kind of talked about this before. I didn't have sinus issues until I started working on mitochondria. So my immune system was coming back online. And suddenly I'm like, I have what feels like, I had never had sinus issues in my life and now I'll have intermittent kind of inflammation. Um, I've definitely sneezed out plenty of little parasites in my sinuses, which is fun. Um, But Propolis nasal spray, that has worked really well for getting some of those nasal parasites out. And it's also great for mold. Um, And then there's a homeopathic nasal spray I use from um, Microbalance Health. Um, They have a lot of great mold products. Um, and, and that one, like anytime I think I might be exposed to something, it's my go-to. Um, but yeah, I've got lots of little, whenever I travel, it's such a mess. I'm like, I have to have all the things to, you know, literally have like travel air purifier and all these supplements. If something goes wrong, (laughs) one day I'll, I'll travel lighter just to be less crazy, but (laughs) yeah,
0: but it. I mean, it's so important. I'm right there with you. I got like the little ozone, like O3 machine from their (laughs) Saj. So we bring that. And then it's like the bag that I bring full of like first aid tools for myself and for Lena, like in case anything goes wrong right? in case Lena gets a fever or if you right. know I get sick or if we get exposed to something between a nasal spray to right. you know you name it right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like I have this huge bag of just stuff
1: <laughs> and then it's like you know you don't if you go to like an Airbnb they probably are using fragrance to everything and like I'll bring my own pan and my own soap and it's um My own salt is a pretty common thing for traveling. Yeah, yes, because you don't want to buy like a big thing of salt when you're. I mean, I've done plenty of times too. But
0: (laughs) yeah, I have like a little travel thing of Redmond's sea salt. Yeah, it's like this little tiny container that you can get from them. Right. So yep, we have that and like vitamin C, and I usually bring like her like zinc and all that kind of stuff. So you just got to. Yep.
1: Yep. Cool.
0: Well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story and just all of your incredible tools and your knowledge with us. Um, it's been really valuable, incredible information for everyone listening. So yeah, I really appreciate,
1: so yeah. yeah. People listening who, who do have chronic health issues right now, whether, I mean, even if it's just like, oh, my stomach hurts quite a bit, I don't know why, you know, it doesn't have to be obviously as um, severe as what I've dealt with, but I hope it doesn't feel overwhelming for me to talk about all the, the different things I've tried, because if I've learned anything in the last like year, year and a half is, um, it, it, you know, healing is complex. There's like an art to it. There's a, There is a lot to kind of know and understand. And so you do wanna work with a good practitioner, but it's also way more simple and kind of goes down to like, it really goes down to a few things. Like I've been saying lately all the time, like the root causes to me of chronic illness is toxins, um, infections and trauma. And it, you know, obviously there can be like deficiency there and you can, you know, um, be like, Oh, well, what about intestinal permeability? I'm like, well, that's there because of toxins, infections, or trauma, you know, it, like, it really all goes back that. Um, and so if you can help someone like go through the, the right steps of doing things in the right order of making sure drainage is open, you're supporting mitochondria, you're addressing toxicity and parasites, you've got whether herbals or antibiotics or homeopathy or whatever or electricity, <laughs> you know to you improve the immune system, you lower the toxicity and then you can conquer the infections. Um, you know add whatever extra support you need in there for your hormones or your gut like you 100% can heal. I'm on my way there, where I'm going to be able to walk more than 1,500 steps again. Um, there's so much hope, and I believe the whole time, six years in, like I 100% believe I can get, believe I can get better. But I just really believe that this is part of my um, God's purpose for me, and you know, directing me to be able to help other people is. I've I'm so grateful I've been able to be someone to try a lot of things, figure out what works, and really figure out how to get people um, well again so that hopefully I can help people like you who might be listening um, not have to make all the same mistakes cited and hopefully get there um, a little bit quicker if possible.
0: Yeah, no, this is amazing. This is the information that people need to know because people are so sick. Right. Um, people are not just dealing with a little bit of this or a little bit of that. It's these chronic symptoms that people are struggling with. And they're going to the doctor for answers and they're not getting answers or they're getting a very similar answer like you are, but then they get stuck on this path of what's wrong with me, what's happening, all these things. And this kind of information is just so important Mm -hmm. for people to know. Um, It's just, it's amazing. Like someone will be like, oh, you know, I have a weakened immune system. So I'm taking magnesium, zinc, and vitamin C, but you have to go back and ask yourself, like, well, why do you have a weakened immune system? Right root causes infections toxins trauma um you have to address that stuff stop taking your zinc and your vitamin c and figure out what the heck is suppressing Mm -hmm. your immune system right so no, this has been awesome thank you so much so where you've got a lot of stuff going on um instagram website you have your cell core group where people can work with you so share a little bit more about that so people can find you
1: Yes, yeah, you can find me on my website that has probably links to everything else at mandemehan.com. I primarily post on Instagram right now. Um, so those are probably the two best places to find me. Okay, perfect. M-E-E-H-A-N. Yep. Mehan. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, you're
0: amazing, Mandy. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and all the information. Um you're awesome. I really appreciate everything. So thank you. Yeah, thank
1: you. I appreciate you. And I, I had so much fun in this conversation. Like, yeah, this is just, you know, the, I, like, this is the, the tribe kind of thing. Like we're you know, in the same, um, you know, we're in the same world. And I know, I think everybody else probably listening to you're like, yeah, no, these are my people. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. We got to do our work. We got to get this info out there. So yeah. this has been awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, my dear. Let me You're gonna make me want to start a podcast now. I mean, I'm